Now, reading is fundamental. Now let's get on with this school thing. You teach. Oh yes, reading is fundamental. Yes, it is, people. But you know how it is. We're all grown folks. We're busy. We have other priorities. Always on the go. You just don't always have time to sit down and read a book like maybe you want to do. Well, why not try Audible? Audible Audible.com has over 150,000 different titles to choose from. And they've got a special offer for you listeners right now. All you need to do is go to audibletrial.com slash deathcakes and you'll get a free 30-day trial to the service and one free audiobook of your choice, which is yours to keep. Listen on your iPhone, Android, your iPad, Kindle, any mobile device you got. Listen anywhere and anytime you want. You got nothing to lose, but you got to go. audibletrial.com slash deathcakes. Where are you going to find all the hottest toys? On the planet Mars? No! On a mountaintop? Uh-uh! Hot We Got at KB Toy Stores. It's the place to shop. You'll see all the latest toys to choose from. Hot We Got at KB. Can't find that popular new toy? If it's hot, then KB's got it. And you'll find a big selection of the hottest toy hits every day at all of our convenient locations. All the latest toys to choose from. Hot We Got at KB! going on everybody illy here back again for another death cakes mini sode uh we're gonna talk about some more toys man um as any kid from the 80s and 90s knows i mean there were a lot of cool things i mean you heard me and jay talk about it in some past episodes but uh there were a lot of them that weren't so good right out of the gate from their marketing and commercials alone you knew they was gonna be garbage you know so um there's a few of these i want to touch on just because I mean, I remember looking be- looking at these commercials when they aired and being like, who the hell is going to buy this? And then you got to remember that somewhere, somebody or some group of people in an office in suits signed paperwork and said, yes, that's an idea. We're going to put money behind this and we're going to put it out there. Grown people. So, uh, yeah, we're going to get into some of those. Um, I guess we'll just get right into it now, man. Let's start with this one. A truck full of sand was crossing a bridge in Watanka when a strange craft appeared and zapped it. Ordinary sand became... Sand! It's a sand-like substance that molds like dough. It's not from Watanka. Sand! Alien sand that stretches and builds like never before, in color. It's kind of like sand, but it's kind of not. New Nickelodeon sand. Sand from another world. And I realize people um, showing very visual commercials on an audio podcast is kind of counterintuitive, but it's all right. Don't worry about that. I'm going to post all this stuff up there on, on our um, on our Facebook and on the blogs and everything, maybe Twitter. So you're going to see this stuff soon enough if you don't remember seeing it in the first place on TV when they ran. But uh, yeah, we're talking about Zand. ZZ. A-N-D. It's made by Nickelodeon. And it was... <laughs> this stuff is called a, 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 a sand-like substance that molds like clay. That is a lie. It was just Play-Doh. Like any type of Play-Doh 
or knockoff Play-Doh or whatever. It was just that with sand mixed all in it. Why would you do this? Whoever asked for that and putting sand in, how does that how does that make it cool or interesting? It really doesn't, you know. Um, if you wanted something like that, why would you just get Play-Doh? That's what kills me about it. And I guarantee you, you are not making anything that elaborate that they're showing this commercial like cars and, and, and castles and going on. Bullshit. You can't make any of that stuff with this. So, um, yeah, Zan sucks. Nickelodeon, Nick was built, they were making all kind of bullshit back then. Do you remember, anybody remember Floam? <laughs> kind of the same thing, but like with these strange little bubble things. Look like Dippin' Dots ice cream. But you were able to mold it like clay. I don't know. Something stupid. Uh, Smud, which is, I guess that was supposed to be like Play-Doh, but not dry out. I don't have anyone. To, if anyone had Smud, tweet at me. Let me know if that was actually true, because I'm willing to bet that it wasn't. Uh, that was from the... All this stuff, I guess. You know, oh, you know what? Now, the coolest thing they had was Gak. Gak was awesome. And part of the reason is because it was just a tub of slime, and you were never led to believe that Gak was anything other than what it was. It's a pile of slime. Do whatever whatever you're going to do with it. Do as you will, and that's it. Gak was cool. They should have stuck with that. Never mind all this other stuff. But anyway, yeah, that's from all the stuff that Nick, that Nick had. That was all from the early 90s. Um, we're going to take a few steps back into the late 80s. And maybe you might remember these. Barnyard Commandos! The Rams are on the move! Led by Major Legger Mutton, a ram of great vision. Glasses? Ha! Who needs them? And Commodore Fleas Cardigan. Rams, follow me! There's Pilot Fluff Pendleton. This here's a ram jet. And Sergeant Wooly Pullover. Yo, hey, thank you. Have a nice day, you know what I mean? Barnyard Commandos! From Playmates! Barnyard Commandos. They were a, a, a gang of, of sheep who fought against an evil gang of pigs. And, yeah, what do you think? They failed. Of course. First of all, find me a boy anywhere. Find me a little boy who thinks that sheep are awesome. You'll never find him. you never find him. You know why? Because sheep are cute, they're cuddly and lame. You won't find... Sheep belong in some baby's collection of stuffed animals, not a line of action figures. You understand? And when I say action, oh, when I say action figures, I mean that in the loosest sense possible because there was no action. They're not, they're not posable. They're not, they don't articulate nothing. Um, all right. Let's say they made them more like the Ninja Turtles and you had like, you know, sheep with, with guns and stuff. I mean, you, you'd have seen them as knockoff TMNT toys, but whatever. At least you look, you can look back and say, all right, this is what they were going for. They failed, but I see what they were trying to do. With this, I don't know, because these were just little soft plastic sheep. Like, all they were missing was a little squeaker inside, and they'd be a dog's chew toy, if you can understand what I'm talking about here. So what was I supposed to do with that? And then they had these little cannons that you mu that you mount onto their back or onto their head or something, but they don't fire. There's no spring-loaded, you know, missile or anything in them. They don't make noise. Not that that would have helped, but at least you would be able to do something with them. But they don't. They're just these little... Uh, plat these hard plastic things you set on top of them and you were just supposed to play pretend after that. What the fuck? Yeah, I had one of these. I didn't ask for it. I'm pretty sure I got it for Christmas because, you know, who somebody in my family saw them on the shelf 
probably clearance doubted about a buck and said, hey, you know, these are a buck, sure, why not? And there it is. Um, my little brother was like one or two years old at the time. I just gave it to him and then he chewed them up or do whatever. So that's about as useful as those will ever be. Little chew toys for babies and dogs. All right, sticking with action figures. Uh, with, uh, I'm going <laughs> to go <laughs> a couple years back even further than that. Anybody remember Rock Lords? Nah, and we're not talking about any Hall of Fame musicians. We're talking about these. Rock Lords, rocks come alive. Rock Lords, fighting to survive. Living rocks with strength and might. Rising up to crash and fight. Rock Lords, powerful living rocks. You control their appearance, but no force in the universe can contain the power and the fury of Rock Lords. Shaking, quaking, crashing, breaking. Rock Lords. Separately new from Tonka. Hey, you heard it, everybody. You heard him say it. Powerful living rocks. <sighs> Let that sink in for a second. All right. The Transformers. This, this, uh, the GoBots, even. The, the bootleg, tra- you know, anything like that. Uh, Voltron. They all transform into some, into and out of something cool. Like a, you know, like a lion or, you know, Transformers. You had cars and planes and, you know, anything, anything. A fucking dinosaur, not a rock. A goddamn rock. A rock! What the fuck, Tonka? Tonka, oh man, stick to all those, all all the, the, the trucks and all those, you know, replica trucks and cars. All that stuff is very high quality. I don't know what they were thinking with this. Yeah, there's a reason why these didn't catch on. And I'll be honest, actually, there was one of them that was like gold or silver plated. That looks cool, but again, it's a rock. And he transforms into a robot, and then back into a rock. A rock every- Oh, man, my head hurts. My head hurts. Uh, Alright, but here's a, here's a funny one. Check these out. It's Cool Tools time! Cool Tools! These tools look real! Ready for real metal tools? You can get Cool Tools. Keep them in your handy tool belt or in your Cool Tools toolbox. You got my tape measure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool Tools. Cool Tools. Tools, belt, and toolbox. Each sold separately. Batteries not included. Yeah, these weren't toys as much as they were tools. Yeah, cool tools. They were marketed to uh, little guys who wanted to uh, have tools like their dad. And I mean, that's that's good. Come on, man. As a kid, what did you all really need? All you ever really needed was a Phillips head screwdriver, you know, a small Phillips head screwdriver and some super glue. That was your tools. You don't need a little tiny hammer and and a tool belt to put them on. I mean, what were you going to do with this stuff, honestly? For real. I like how in the commercial the dad borrows the kid's tape measure. That's probably the only useful thing in the entire bo- in, in the entire set, you know. But again, and I, nothing against kids being constructive, but you know, I mean, get them Legos, get them Connects. Connects were out by then. Remember those? Get them that. You want you wanted to be creative and and all that kind of and constructive. Get a Rector set. Could, I won't, uh, well, I don't know. Could you still get a Rector set in the '90s? 
I want to say you could, but maybe not. Maybe that's a... Uh... Anyway, but anything, you could have gotten other, other than cool tools, you know. And, and on top of that, you know, you could get a little tiny set of screwdrivers or whatever and, and a wrench at pretty much any little... Any department store or any little hardware store for probably about a buck. You know, you didn't have to shell out whatever they were charging for this set of tools for kids. Yeah. Uh, well, I got one more. This is actually... Uh, this is a commercial. I just find it funny. Let's just check this one out real quick. Come on. That's the last card I need for the set. I know that. I give you tonks. Tonks? Yeah, tonks. Find them. Collect them. Play them. The Hawaiian Milk Cap Game from Classic. Tonks. Um, Tonks, they, I mean, they were the Milk Cap Game. They came out, what, maybe an entire four or five months before Pogs hit? Pogs took off, but Tonks didn't. Why was that? I don't understand. It means the same damn thing. It was just a commercialized version of the Hawaiian Milk Cap Game. They've been played for decades or however long, however far back. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure somebody in the boardroom was pretty pissed off about that. You know, they had it, and then somebody came and just stole their thunder and just went crazy with it. Just became a national phenomenon for like a year. Uh, where do I stand on Pogs? I mean, no harm, no foul. You know, they were cool, kinda. I mean, what? You can get like maybe ten of them for a buck, and they just had—they were sort of collectible. I mean, you get superheroes or you know, cartoon characters or any kind of designs on them. You know, they were cool to have, whether you played the game or not. And playing the game was just a little simple game. Kind of like, you know, generation before us, they played jacks and all that kind of stuff like that. Kids in, what, 1993, 94, they played Pogs. There you go. Uh, well, that's all I had to do, really. Just a quick shot of those. Uh, just, just some crappy stuff that they tried to market to, to, to kids back then. But I got one more. Uh, that's gonna flip things. It's the, it's, it's, this is the uh, the flip side of it. One that they marketed to me that looked badass, but it's probably one of my biggest letdowns of my childhood, and that is Mousetrap. Hey, get that back! Mouse trouble? Then you need Mousetrap. Mousetrap, I guarantee it's the craziest trap you'll ever see. The first to capture everyone else's mouse is the winner. Just turn the crank and snap the plank and boot the marble right down the chute. Now watch it roll and hit the pole and knock the ball in the rubber up top, which puts the man into the pan. The trap is set. Here comes the man. Ouch! Mousetrap, I guarantee it's the craziest trap you'll ever see. I, I knew you were a winner. Mousetrap from Milton Bradley. Yeah, you all know about Mousetrap, huh? Who didn't want to play Mousetrap? Big Rube Goldberg machine on a game board. I mean, how fun did that look, right? Yeah, so that's why some of you are probably sitting over there like, Nah, Mousetrap was cool. Yeah, that was fun. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's because you never played Mousetrap, I betcha. Because no, it's not. No, it's not. Mousetrap was a disappointment. It was... it. Alright. First of all, it took forever to build that trap. Which, alright, fine, fair enough. You know, that's part of the game. But other than that, you roll the dice and you just went back and forth around the board as many times as you can to the cheese wheel. Once you get there, you get a token and you work your way back and back around as many times as you can until you get trapped or everyone else gets trapped. 
Alright? Seems simple enough on paper. But, uh, well, first of all, the, uh, <laughs> the board, depending on where you had it, uh, or, you know, how long you had it, maybe the board kind of warped a little bit. You know, sometimes just rolling the dice or tapping the board a little bit would set the trap off, which is kind of funny the first few times, and it get real annoying after that. But, okay, but here's the, here's the really big failing of the game, and that's that you had to have someone underneath the net, and someone had to land on the space that said turn crank for this to all happen. Alright? And you played until everyone else was trapped. And that's, you know, whoever was left standing was the winner. Listen to what I just said, though. On that space. That space, there's one space on the entire board that says turn crank. No other... So, the chance of someone... It, it, especially if you had four players... Oh my god, think about how long this game would take. Because the chances of someone being under the net and... Someone landing on turn crank at the same time were slim to none. Alright? And there are no others that all they had to do was add more spaces on there. And that would have made it fun. We played this game and we, I don't think we ever had a clear winner because we just get bored and give up after a while because it took forever. We just go back and forth, back and forth, ad nauseum. And that sucks. What were they thinking? Really, what kills me about this is that this game has been around for years. I mean, y decades. They never thought that. Look, you know what? Never mind. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm making myself angry right now. Fuck Mousetrap. Fuck Milton Bradley because this game has been around for almost 50 years. And of all the incremental changes that they added to this game, the idea to add several more turn crank spaces wasn't one of them. What's wrong with you guys? And to hell with this episode. I'm done. I'm gone. I'm out of here. But as usual, you can find us on Twitter at DeathCakesPod. You can find me, find me at Ilrockski. You can find Jay. He is at JRoo78. You can find us on Facebook. We're DeathCakesPodcast on Facebook. Like us. Check out the galleries, other little clips and stuff. And like I said, for this episode in particular, I'm going to have uh, all the video links up there so that you can actually see these commercials and stuff. Um, the Tumblr site. Our blog, deathcakespod.tumblr.com. Um, we post all the episodes there. You can stream the episodes. You can download them. We uh, have some more content up there. Uh, some more stuff to come, but right now you can check out File of Shame. And that's where I am uh, blogging about all these games on the Xbox that have been collecting dust that are finally finished and crossing off the list. So um, check those out. There'll be more of those to come. I've got a few of those already. And we, we got some more stuff we're going to be adding to the Tumblr too over the course of this next year. So uh, definitely check that out. Um, you can uh, email the show. We are at we are deathcakespod dot at gmail dot com. Um, the Instagram site deathcakespod. Look for us there. Uh, you, oh, we're on Stitch. We're on Stitcher now. We're now streaming on Stitcher. So if you got the Stitcher app, you can um, you can add us to your rotation. Be sure to do that if you've got Stitcher. Uh, just uh, Mini the Fool. We got a I'm Mini the Fool coming up here probably uh, later on this month. So uh, stick around for that. Um, I think that's gonna do it though. So until next time, see ya.